1: GR Sports Radio 550, It's time to take a look inside high school sports. Now, here's your host, Tony Caligieri. Inside High School Sports is brought to you by Minio and Sapato Italian sausage. Taste the difference
3: quality makes. Welcome to Inside High School Sports. And yes, it's a different voice here. here. I'm Tom Prince. Unfortunately, Tony is not able to join us today. He's out sick. And boy, Tony, I know you're listening, and I hope that you feel better. That's first and most priority right now. I am joined here by, you know it, Roger Weiss. Roger, well, I'm good glad morning.
2: you cleared that up. Because yeah. I was going to say, Tony, that makeover you got <laughs> looks
3: good. And then today, we're also going to be joined by the state championship volleyball team out of Grand Island. We're going to be joined by Coach Bill Schultz, Coach Sean Quinn. Zach Kramer, Billy Weaver, and Dave Wynn is going to join us here on the air, and we're going to talk about them in the next segment. We've got a lot to talk about today.
2: Oh, you think? (laughs) About, uh, what, 5,280 tip-off tournaments going on. We have the Conley Cup Luncheon later this afternoon at Ilio De Palo's in Blaisdell. We had the uh, Trench Trophy Awards Dinner at the Elks Club in Lancaster and congratulations to, I gotta say it right, because we've been saying Terry on all year, to Ryan Vernon from uh, Maritime Charter slash Health Science for winning the Trench Trophy. Outstanding choice. I agree with the committee wholeheartedly. I saw this guy play a few times, man amongst boys. Congratulations to him, and congratulations to the uh, Elks Committee for another fine year, um, what what can we say, uh, football season winding down. Again, the Conley Cup today, and we'll have the banquet, what, two, three weeks from today, the 28th. Yep. The Saturday between uh, the
3: holidays. And I'm so glad to know that Dick is going to be able to be there to host his event. Oh, yeah, he was there at the...
2: Uh, I'm sure yep. he'll be there this he, afternoon. He's, he's, he was uh, at the trench as well.
3: Yep, we've been making sure we uh, vote, made sure he's been in all our prayers and our best wishes. So as that, with uh, Dennis Sorrow yep, as well. Dennis, the same thing. Both we talked about. Remember last week, making sure that we uh, we were wishing them to help. My recoveries. understanding,
2: Dennis will be there this afternoon. Good,
3: and uh, like like I said, two incredible ambassadors to high school sports and. Uh, We follow everything when it comes to their health and make sure that they do better and and are are on the road to recovery. And I just want
2: to mention, Anthony, you can listen with your mouth full, but don't try to talk with your mouth full.
3: (laughs) I also had the opportunity last night to be at the Section 6 Hall of Fame where I've got the chance to interview every member that got inducted last night. And, boy, there are some amazing stories out there. There really are. Um, and I'd like to just take a moment to wish those people uh, huge congratulations. Cheryl ba- Bailey, Robert Barzak, Bill Berge, Paul Barkowski, Tommy Calella, Peter Dijert, Joe Ehrman, Fran Haggerty, Richard Harvey, Ron Jaworski. That's a name everybody should know. Jaws. <laughs> Hal Rupert, Janice Sackett-Williams. Charles Sen, Chuck Sen Sr., and w- Will William or Bill Stedman. Some incredible stories there. You listen to some of these um, these records and various things out there. It is absolutely amazing what these people have accomplished, and uh, a very very deserving class of uh, people for the Section Six Hall of Fame.
2: Yeah, three former NFL uh, NFL players, uh, Ron Jaworski, of course. Bill Berge was a linebacker for the Cincinnati Bengals. And Joe Ehrman, uh, class of, I believe, 1967, out of Riverside High School, played college football down uh, I-90 at Syracuse and had quite a career with uh, Baltimore Colts before they moved to Indianapolis. Yeah, I know you youngins is looking at me saying, Baltimore Colts, what's his problem? But, yeah, they used to be in Baltimore. And the Baltimore Ravens used to be the original Cleveland Browns. Little geography lesson for you guys. There will be a test at 11.15 this morning. <laughs>
3: and, and, I, and there were some great interviews. And if you go to Western New York Athletics' uh, Facebook page, you'll get a chance to see and hear some of their stories. Uh, I got a chance to interview every single candidate that was there at the event, and it was... Just amazing to listen to some of the stories from coaching standpoint. I know we got some coaches here, but I mean, you got to hear some of the records that some of these. We have a we had a an, a rifle coach, six hundred and twenty one wins and sixty eight losses in his career. I mean, absolutely amazing when you hear some of the different things. I had a cross country coach that only had three losses, sixty three and three as a cross country coach. Wow. I mean. You hear just some of the records here, and it was just absolutely amazing as what's been accomplished. And uh, definitely want to just say what an amazing night. And then one of the big ones, which was close to my heart, Chuck Sense Sr. at of Cataragas Little Valley. And here's a baseball coach, 604 wins that he's had, a 640 winning percentage as a coach. It's just absolutely amazing. And he told a, uh, a story last night, which uh, I – really loved as being a baseball guy, he tells the story of one of his fond memories that this absolute stud pitcher was pitching against him. And he's like, listen, we just weren't going to hit this guy no matter what he did. And he actually bunted five times in a row is what he did. He So he literally used the bunt to, to help him out, went back to the regular hitting, couldn't hit again, so bunted more. <laughs> and he just kept bunting. And he ended up winning the game by bunting is what he said. And he said fans were all on his case going is that all you do is know how to bunt and he says yeah against this kid that's all we can do <laughs> and it ended up being a big win for him uh, well it, it must a- have
2: been defensively the team with the good pitcher wasn't capable of right. playing defense maybe yeah. the pitcher was so good they never had an opportunity during the year but you know there's always way around uh you know barriers yeah they- especially was- in baseball I know oh. with you I'm preaching to the <laughs> choir who might uh, try to give opinions to you you're the western New York high school guru when it comes to baseball So, but still hey you do what you have yep. to do and that was legal yet you know it wasn't even underhanded some of these guys get so desperate they'll do anything and what rules you know the only rules are there aren't no rules Exactly. But more congratulations uh, Tom by the way that rifle uh, uh, coach you were talking about I mean, his winning percentage was only ninety. What was his problem with the other (laughs) ten?
3: It just—that's amazing. It it really is, and and that's what was so fun about the event is that you really got a chance to just talk to different coaches, and every one of them, every one, it was about the kids. It was about having great kids, and I know, Coach, we're going to talk about this very shortly, and you're going to tell me something very similar, which is just when you get great kids, it becomes a great program. We do great things, and that's. A- a- absolutely, the theme we heard constantly all throughout the night. And if you get a chance, really take a look at some of the interviews because there are some fantastic people out there that deserve credit for some fantastic careers. We even have one coach who is a who has coached national teams for soccer. She's got she's part of gold medal teams. She's a part of some amazing things that's out there. There are some really good interviews. Take a take take a chance to uh, listen to them. So, coach, you wanted to add some?
4: No, I just yeah, I agree. I mean, my, I mean, I wouldn't. We wouldn't have gone as far as we did without the athletes I got. I mean, they just they came in, they went to work, and played hard every day, and we went to a state title this year.
3: Yeah, and 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 every one of them, you could see they had a vision along the way, right? What's the vision? What's our goal? What's common? How we're going to do it? And when everyone truly believes in that, it brings a team together, and you can accomplish amazing things.
4: Yeah, I think our goal this year was, you know, trying to get out of our area because this area is pretty strong with volleyball. Um so to get through Eden and then get to regionals, and then we went to get regionals and beat uh, Churchville and Chile, to go to states, it was just like, oh, this is awesome. We're going to keep going and keep going and keep going. And then, and then we punched the state title.
3: That's awesome. That's
2: the one thing, Tom. You know, and yes, I have my favorites throughout the section and all that, but I have to be impartial, you know, show do not show lack of objectivity. And uh, so— as happy as you are for the teams that win the section, there's a the little thing that says, ah, oh, you, know, you know, you feel bad for the team, especially the team that loses the sectional final, you know. And I say lose. There's no such thing as a loser when you get to that point. It's a winner and a runner-up. But boy, once you go to the Far West Regional, you can be a fan as much as a reporter. Yeah, they win. It feels so good. Then you go to the and I'm using football now or in, uh, Football, you have a Eastern semi and a Western semi. You, they win there, and he says, "Boy, we're going. We're going to the Carrier Dome. We're going to the Carrier Dome." And then, and Tom can tell you if he was, if he had half an eye on me after uh, CSP won that football game, you know, I'm like a kid out there, you know, I'm hugging all the players and like I say, I can be a fan instead of I have to be objective and all that. No, not when I get to that point. I don't have to be. And I'm as happy for you guys. I wasn't there, but I'm happy for you. I know what it's like what you went through and the emotions you must have. Well I just saw in the video after that last spike. I've seen that over and (laughs) over and over. So, guys, congratulations.
3: Thanks. So so, uh, before we go to the break, we also got to go to the G&G Coach of the Week, right, sponsored by G&G Fitness Equipment. You could go to livefit.com to sponsor or uh, to nominate any coach that you feel deserves to be Coach of the Week. Coach, you may have heard your name. We've actually announced you as uh, as Coach of the Week. Oh, yeah. So, uh, it, Well, it, last week we announced you as Coach of the Week. It uh, was last week. This week it will be to our football state championship CSP and, and Ty Harper is Coach G&G, Coach of the Week this week. And, Coach, we named you last week, so that was when we oh, found cool. out about your state nice. championship. And uh, Coach oh. Ty Harper, what an amazing accomplishment that you did. For CSP, and that's what we were talking about at the Carrier Dome as our only public state championship. And we've also got the uh, opportunity to recognize Coach Rich Robbins, who we had last week here from Canisius with their state championship win.
2: Yes, and we will have Ty Harper and a few of his players in three weeks from today, uh, December 28th, Saturday. That'll be right before Dick Gallagher's uh, annual. Uh, high school football banquet, so they'll be making the trip up anyway from Clymer, Sherman, Panama, wherever, uh, and we will have uh, Coach Harper and I imagine Cam Barmore and...
3: Garrett Hinsdale. H- Hinsdale, amongst <laughs> others. I yep.
2: hope they bring uh, my favorite uh, line person from that team, Sarah Watson. <laughs> you never know. But uh, we'll be happy to have them, and congratulations, Ty.
3: Yes, no doubt a huge accomplishment, and I got the chance to actually do color uh, commentary on that call, and it was just a fun game to watch. They dominated from beginning to end. It was an amazing game to witness. Not and then, from
2: beginning to end. They were three and out on that first offensive <laughs> the first play. Time I, was I'm, still on,
3: I'm still waiting for Ty to explain that to me. Yeah, I actually got a chance to call two games that weekend, and then a the second game I got to... Uh, do the color for the Cornwall Dragons, my alma alma mater, mater, and they got a chance to also defend their state championship. What people didn't realize is on day one, we had CSP, we had Cornwall, and then we had Susquehanna Valley all defend state championships on that same day. Every game was a defense of the state championship, and every single one of them won.
2: And to show you how good Susquehanna Valley is, they beat Southwestern. We all know how good Southwestern was this year.
3: So and then for in
2: the uh, far west, excuse me, in the west semifinal. Sorry for interrupting. No, Tom. no.
3: Uh, and then before we go to the break, uh, Western New York Athletics has released its large school as well as small school uh, player of the years, as well as their first and second defensive team for football. A quick update: Player of the Year, large schools, Jake Ritz; Offensive Player of the Year, Xavier Janslick; Defensive Player of the Year, C.J. Oslins. Special teams player of the year, Joe Carlson, Mm -hmm. lineman player of the year, Eric Schoen, and the coach of the year, Rich Robbins. There's your large school school player of the years. And then on the small school, their player of the year, Cam Barmore for CSP. Offensive player of the year, Taiwan Wright. Defensive player of the year, your trench trophy uh, winner, Teron Vernon. Uh, special teams player of the year. Boy, this kid is just unbelievable. Addison Copeland from Maritime, also. Lyman player of the year, Cooper Panis. And coach of the year, it was co coach of the year with Ty Harper slash Joe Licata. So from there, we'll come back. You're listening to Inside High School Sports on WGR 550. We'll be back right after the break to talk more to our state championship team from Grand Island. We are back here at Inside High School Sports, and we are joined by Roger Weiss, which everybody knows, but we had someone else come in at the, uh, at the break. Kyrie Demos is here, and he's going to talk to us a little bit about this Grand Island team as he's had a chance to cover them. And again, we've got Coach Bill Schultz, Coach Sean Quinn, Zach Kramer, center, Billy Weaver, outside hitter, Dave Wynn, libero which we're going to talk a little bit about, right? Because that's the first thing we don't... You know, I, I, when I first heard it, I didn't know what it was. But we're going to talk about it He's more of a back row player, a defensive specialist, somebody who will receive the ball, but mainly a, you're going to be talking about as a defensive player, and we're going to talk a little bit about that position. But Kyrie, you got a chance to actually cover this team. So you saw the everything they went through on this way to a state championship. What did you see this year?
5: Man, I, I really just saw a team that you know really was together throughout the whole process and you know to see the steps that they took along the way you know i remember the the uh the nt um it was, was it was at the 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 2 uh, Was the the final yeah 2 A final so to be able to see where you guys were at then fast forward to Playing against Jamesville-Dewitt at, at the states, you know, I just felt like throughout the whole process the team was just so together and, you know, really was in sync throughout um, everything and, you know, but just such a dominant team at that, you know, to see a team. Well, first of all, this this team is special to me because it was my very first state championship team to cover. So, you know, hats off to you guys for that. But, you know, to also just see how dominant they were. I mean, I want to say the last set of the state championship game was it twenty-five to eleven.
4: Yeah, it was twenty five. Yeah, twenty five eleven. Yeah, so yeah.
5: Th- I mean, just to see, but that was like that was you know th- those were run of the mill type of um, you know performances for you guys. Those th- that was the the average. You know, what I mean that just to see that that wasn't like it wasn't like oh man, this is you know such a out of body performance. That was what we expected to see from this team. So, um, but one thing I did want to ask you about, Coach, was you know in, in pool play, um, you had the opportunity to to know going into the state championship game that. You had um, your spot secured, and that you would be going up against JD. Um, but you had to face off with them in pool play first, so you had the option of okay, should I go with the starters or should I get these reserve guys in, let the starters rest, but also you know letting these young guys who haven't had the opportunity to play as much throughout the season get in there. So just thoughts on you know what that
4: was like. Yeah, that was uh, it. Was a great spot to be in to be already know that we were in the final. Uh, uh, so it was a. Conversation I had with my coaches and trying to discuss on what we wanted to do. You know, rest the starters, um, put some of the second players in, and you know, we all agreed that you know we should give these guys a chance to play on the state court. I mean, they did a real good job with the venue, and the it was a really cool experience. Um, so it was really neat to get the guys that don't play much on the court and get them some playing time.
2: In volleyball, would that be comparable to in football? We call what you know, going vanilla on offense, not showing anything more, would that be comparable for – I know there's no such – well, I guess there could be such things strategy-wise, even with your best players. But. Oh, yeah,
4: we, we do have strategy, and we do have uh, offensive plays and stuff that we run. Um, but, yeah, it was uh, it was kind of going in vanilla and not showing any of our cards, even though they probably have already seen us play the, the match earlier, and they also probably had some film on us. But, yeah, it was pretty much going in, just kind of giving the other team – the backups of the opportunity
3: – going going with the starters giving them a break.
2: So it's almost like I know what I'm talking about, huh?
3: <laughs> so coach, why don't you explain cuz you just talked about pool play, right? So it's very different setup than what we just went through for the entire football season. They went through if you if you remember it goes sectional championships, far west regionals, state semifinals and then finals, right? So obviously if you would have if you would have gone down that route, you would have played Jamesville DeWitt at the state semifinal championships is what you would have faced them, right? So obviously it's set up a little differently. So why don't you tell everybody how that's set up? Um, okay, so we after we win our
4: first um, our section title which was against northtown Wanda, we had to play a, a crossover match they call it is uh, to go to a regional game. Um, which we had to play Eden which we've never beaten before so we ended up getting through Eden this year winning the crossover match to go to regionals in Rochester playing a team um, from Rochester Churchville um, beating them in four in a regular game and then going to states to play like a, a three-team pool um, so our first game was West Hampton we had to play right away in the morning um, beat them the first two games, which was a close match. I mean, we didn't play our best game against them. Um, and then we had to sit and then James De-ville DeWitt played South- uh, West Hampton and um, they ended up beating them, so that eliminated uh West Hampton right off the bat. So then there was still a pool play game to still play against James Dill DeWitt and um you know, we asked the tournament coordinator, Do we play this? Do we not play this? And they're like, Oh, we gotta play it so That's where we had the opportunity to rest the starters. I even talked to them a little bit. I'm like, what do you guys feel like you want to do? Do you want to go on and just beat them, or do you want to just relax and wait until we get to that game for the final? And they wanted to wait for the final, and then yeah, we gave the guys the opportunity to get on the court too.
3: Wow, that's a great story. And it's good to everybody so they can understand the whole process along the way because every sport has a different process to it. It's not cut and dry that this is how it is to get to a state championship for – any sport so they they do it differently to set up because of the different sport and what people can do in one day
4: i think they're still looking for feedback on if they need to change the state tournament a little bit because they asked well what did you think about having to play that and i said well it's a good opportunity for the guys that don't get to play much to play in a state uh you know tournament like that um so it'll be probably they might change it next year i'm not sure Um, You know, one thing I
5: wanted to ask not only you, Coach, but you guys as players, you know, being able to get the monkey off your back with Eden. Um, You know, a team that you guys have faced off with, you know, over the past few years. But also you, Coach, you said when you were a player for Grand Island, that was always the the bully on the block as
4: well. Yeah, when I played back uh, a long time ago, um, (laughs) it was uh, we went to (laughs) we went to uh, we went to the section finals, too. And yeah, we lost both years, my junior and senior year to Eden. So, yeah, as a coach, it's always been in my mind, you know, it would be nice to come back and play them and, you know, finally get through them. And, and I've been coaching for 19 years, so we've seen them quite a bit, and we've lost to them more than we've beaten them, and this was the first year to get through them finally.
2: How would have Eden do you think would have fared had they were six, been successful with you? Uh, I guess I'm asking you, could the Eden Grand Island sectional final been the de facto state champion?
4: It, they very well could have been, yeah.
3: Nice. So let's talk to some of the players. So Stack, let's start with you. Center, right? Setter. Setter, sorry. So setter. So you actually are setting up, obviously, your outside hitter that's sitting right next to you, right? Yeah. So uh, tell us, what's the key there? What are you looking for? And and I assume that you're also looking for a nice uh, hit from your outside player that's out there. But tell (laughs) us a little bit of what you're looking for in that set position.
0: Um, I think you got to find your matchups and you got to distribute the ball. Obviously, Billy had 500 or something more kills this year. But like what made us successful in states is I think all the hitters stepped up to the game and they all got kills when we needed to. So spreading the ball around spreads the defense around and you can get single blocks and it's a lot easier for them to get kills. So putting hitters in good positions is kind of my job and I thought we were pretty successful at the state tournament.
3: All right, so listen, every hitter's got to have his quirks, right? He's got to have it set up at a certain place. What is it? Um, setter, uh,
0: if I put the ball in a tough spot, uh, the hitters do give me a little uh, little mouthy uh, response. But uh, <laughs> um, I think what made this team special this year is that most of the hitters were very uh, adjustable to the sets, and they were able to get kills in wherever the ball was kind of put. Uh, and there's a lot less complaining this year obviously we were doing a lot of winning so there's not much complaining but this team was special in that way that we all got along really well in the court and uh, we all work together as one
6: kind of unit
3: nice so where is it where's the spot uh, where, where do you like it <laughs>
6: he, he he just throws it up to me and like he knows that spot it's it's a little inside and coach was always against it being inside <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but we kept going it. there because it was working and in, I mean, we've been playing together since seventh grade, so we have such good chemistry. And like he said, it wasn't it wasn't just a single hand thing. It was the whole team. I mean, this this year was so special. I'm gonna miss the guys so much, and uh, it's
3: just a great year. But I'm also talking to two juniors right now. Yeah which yeah. means you've got a chance to come back and try to defend this championship, yeah. right? Yeah. So what's going to take to defend a state championship?
6: Uh, it's going to take more hard work next year. We're going to have to come in early over the summer like we did this year, play some more sand volleyball in the summer over Dave's house, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just put in the work on the offseason and then come in and work and just – Play our best volleyball
3: wait so Dave's got a sand volleyball yeah. court at his house <laughs> yeah, yeah so in other words that's where all the parties are right <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah.
6: <laughs> we, we always just like go there over the summer and we chill and we get like food we go to the store we bring it over to his house we just play sand volleyball for a couple hours
3: that's awesome yeah. so we're gonna bring in we're gonna bring a Dave here too so Dave you're the senior of the group right now so this was it for you right here And if I'm correct, you are now committed to play at St. John Fisher right now where you'll be going to play there. And I I know, yeah, I was going to say, I think Kyrie knows something a little bit about them. So what did you take away from this year?
7: Um, It was just a great year. Couldn't be better. Undefeated for the senior year. Um, It was just amazing.
3: And what did you learn that you could take to the next level?
7: Um, Just how much um, hard work and just effort. How far you can get with just that.
3: So explain to us this position right here, okay? Uh, When you first said it to me, I said, "All right, listen, you're going to have to give me more detail here. So why don't you explain the position so that our our listeners understand exactly what your role was.
7: So I'm the libero, and that means I just play in the back row um, pretty much the whole game, five out of the six rotations. And my job is just um, mostly serve-receive, so when the other team serves, I pass it to Zach. And then, um, and then, um, whenever they're trying to hit and spike it, um, my job just to get it up, so then we can run our offense off of that.
4: He's making that sound really easy. I mean, (laughs) uh, he's pretty much, um, you know, passing is the most important part of our game. If you can't get a good pass to the center, we can't run our offense. And without Dave consistently, he was passing almost the majority of the court. Besides Billy passing the other half of it, and then you know, defensively. He's reading the attackers, and, you know, if we don't put a block up, and uh, he's got to find, try to dig the other offensive hitter on the other side, and then if they tip it, he's covering more court. I mean, he was moving all over the place, covering our hitters. If they got blocked, getting the ball back up so we had another opportunity to put a ball away. So it's it's a tough position. Uh, even though he's strictly only back row, um, he, he's really good at it, real good
2: at it. Tom, I, <clears throat> excuse me, I always turn my back... When they're doing this, because the substitution, as much volleyball as I've watched over the years, and I still can't figure it out. I've seen where the libero goes out, a player comes in, a player comes in and gets goes over and gets substituted by another non-libero. And I'm saying, what is going on there? And you said five out of six services. So does that mean you're able to be on there for five out of six and still not have to play the front line?
7: Yep. I um, switch out with the middles. So then, um, when one middle goes to the back row, I take their position, and then the other middle will go in in the front row. And then um, I serve for one of the middles, but then the other middle has to serve because I can't serve twice. Yeah, it's.
4: it's Learning
2: it's, something. Like I say, <laughs> the substitution just drives me up a wall there. I, just, <laughs> I says, I'll take your word for it, people. Fine. You're doing great.
4: Well, see, that really kind of gets rid of the substitution with having a Libero position because they can just come on and off. The only time you really sub in is if you needed a bigger or a different front-row player, then they have to sub in and out before he comes back on. But it just saves on substitutions because he doesn't have to come on. He's got the bright red shirt on usually in there and see me. But they try to avoid him, but they usually can't.
3: So obviously, volleyball's gotten real big around here, especially since the Olympics. Well, we've actually had somebody from Western New York there representing us in the Olympics. So we're seeing more and more. Are we seeing more and more down at the younger levels, starting volleyball, starting to become bigger? I know we've got some, some different facilities here where volleyball is played. I know West Seneca's got a huge facility over there. Yeah, the uh,
4: BNCC, yeah. they do um, club volleyball. Yeah, it, it's growing, especially on the boys' side. I mean, girls' side has always been big. Um, the boys' side is getting bigger um even at like the college levels they're adding more programs there's new programs i know we had a couple of my guys are getting re- like looked at for pot Stand, and there are new program this year um so the game's growing here in western new york i think it's growing it's getting bigger uh we could get some more schools added i think the buffalo schools added new programs this year for boys volleyball so yeah it's, it's growing
3: so so zach and uh and Billy, you guys are juniors right now. Yeah. You're in the process of going through the recruiting process right now. So yeah. do both of you want to play at the next level?
6: Uh, I definitely want to play at the next level, and I'm pretty sure he does too. Yeah, I would like to play at the next level too. Yeah, okay.
3: so. so have you started the tours yet?
6: Uh, a little bit. It's kind of like there's this tryout, and you like try out for USA Volleyball, and there you get a lot of scouts. And then also club, you go to tournaments, and scouts will go there, and they'll talk to you. But I I don't know if it's the same for any other sport, but you have to be uh, 11th grade in order for them to talk to you. Yep.
3: Yeah, But that doesn't mean you don't start your tours and where do you like, but you're actually trying out for Team USA?
6: Uh, it, it's it's kind of like that. Uh, so there's like this A1, A2, A3, and you try out, and A1's like some of the best kids in the country, and you go there. And Zach actually went there this year, so he was a big guy over there, and uh and then A2, A3, it just uh, it goes down and down, and then A3, it stops. So there's, like, thousands of kids that try out every year. And Zach and I were fortunate enough to make A1 and A2. So you played A1? Yeah, I played at the A1 tournament in Fort Lauderdale this summer.
3: Now, why don't you explain to everybody what that is? A1, so you actually went down, competed... Four Team USA is what you did. How did that work? Explain so the So there was
0: a tryout in Harrisburg. Uh, that's where one of the club tournaments, like one of the big club tournaments is for the Northeastern. So I tried out there in February, and the results came back in April, and they separate you on those three levels. And the uh, A1 camp was 10 days in Fort Lauderdale. So the first five days were like a, a practice, and then they separate you into five different teams. And then the last five days are a tournament, and you compete with uh, the the other kids on your team against like the regional teams. So, this region is Weeva for club. So Weeva had a team go down there, and like they would compete against like the USA teams. So that's like,
3: kind of how it worked out. Wow, that's fantastic! It just shows that how big volleyball is here in Western New mm-hmm. York, and and Grand Island obviously representing there. So uh, we're upon a break right now. You're listening to Inside High School Sports on WGR 550. We'll be back after the break with more from our state championship team from Grand Island. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
3: We are back with Inside High School Sports. I'm Tom Prince. And again, I want to do our best well wishes to Tony Caligieri, who's out sick. Tony, get better. We need you back here at the show next week. And I am joined here by, everybody knows, Roger Weiss, (laughs) Kyrie Demos. And then we've got our state championship team from Grand Island, Coach Bill Schultz, Coach Sean Quinn, Zach Kramer-Setter, Billy Weaver, outside hitter, and Dave Wynn, uh, who's libero. Did I say that right? All right. Libero, in the uh, known as the back row, your defensive specialist. And then real quick, uh, we hear that the Junior Sabres 10U hockey team is out there listening to us. We want to give them a quick shout out as they travel to their big tournament down in Pittsburgh. But uh, real quick, as what we want to make sure that we do is talk about, you've had some great games along the way, right? So Zach, you alluded to on the break that you had a great game against West Seneca. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that game?
0: Um, so we played West Seneca West in the regular season, and we kind of took care of them. Uh, that we thought it was going to be a thought they were going to give us a bigger fight, but uh, when we showed up to sectionals, we knew they would be ready to go for us, and they came out and took the first two sets for us, and it was kind of the first adversity we faced all year. So uh, behind the great fan section we had that night. We ended up coming back, um, winning the last three games to take it, and uh, I think Billy broke a school record that night. He had 36 kills, which is a single-game record, so he had a huge performance that
6: night.
3: school record or section record? What was that? Uh, I think it was a school record. School
6: record. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. the most kills in a game. Wow, that is awesome.
3: (laughs) In a game or in a match? Uh,
6: In in match. In a match, yeah
3: game something right so uh so obviously a big come from behind victory right there what led to the change I mean you feel in a game like that momentum changes right there had to be that momentum change that happened in that game what was it
0: well um game one and two we kind of blew big leads and uh we came out game three and we were down um, but we ended up coming back and winning that game 26 24 I believe um and I think from there, we knew we could do it. Um, the fans were awesome that night. They were really loud, they got us going again. And uh, once we won game four, we kind of felt that like, we were gonna win this game. Billy, I think had like 10 kills in game five. Uh, he just kept going and going. And uh, to come back and win that game was awesome. And I think from that point, it kind of tested us as a group and we knew we could do anything as a, as a group. And that led to the state championship run.
3: That's great. So, Quick Bill- question.
2: Game 5, do you guys play the 15 or the 25?
0: 15.
2: Who comes up with these brilliant ideas? <laughs> it would be like you play four games 25 to win or by two, mm-hmm. and in the f- fifth game it's 15. That is comparable to Game 7 of the World Series playing six innings. <laughs> Who comes up with these
3: ideas? <laughs> But you got time to think that one out, though.
2: (laughs) Tom, well, well, you're baseball, you of all people. It would be like uh, the final game of uh, the sectionals being a five-inning game. Right,
3: right. No, I I totally get where you're coming from. I
5: wanted to ask you a little bit about the Eden game, Billy. Um, You know, you guys, obviously, being able to beat those guys, but you guys lose the first game. I mean, you guys handle them the next three. Yeah, Uh, yeah. And especially, I want to say, game three three, three, um, I think you guys were going back and forth. Or game two, you guys were going back and forth. And then game three, you could really see the air was just deflating from them. And then yeah. game four, I mean, it was just you guys from the – I think you guys got off to like a 9-0, 10 uh, lead. And I mean, really yeah. just never looked back from that.
6: Yeah, yeah. So uh, during the year, we, we saw Eden play and all that. And they, they were a really good team. We knew that like they were a team to beat. And we've never beat them before, so mm. – It was going to be a task, and we we saw it. And so we we studied some film. We saw some of their strengths. They had some star players out there that we play club with. We know what they do. And we went out there. Game one was a little rough. Uh, We let their star players take over the game. And then game two, game three, we started to fight back, and it it was a close game. And then game four, we just kind of, like, took it away and just sealed it.
5: For sure. What do you think was the most crucial thing about that, you know, being able to – I mean, you guys really just imposed your will down the stretch.
6: Yeah. yeah, I mean, definitely the energy. I mean, like Zach said, we get a lot of fans at our games, mm-hmm. so we're really blessed with that, and it, it's awesome because uh, the amount of support we got was just, like, pushing us and pushing us and pushing us. And, I mean, even at the state finals, kids drove, what, five hours? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so we filled up a whole fan bus of 40 kids. You'll five hours with us. Clearly,
5: the 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 deepest student section there. Yeah, it wasn't even yeah. close. Um, you know, so you love to see love
6: to see GI travel like that. Yeah, yeah, we're all so close over there, and it's just amazing. The
3: school is awesome. So, Billy, let me ask you a question. Eden, we've already talked about it a couple of times. Mm-hmm. It was kind of that nemesis, right? That hump that you had to get over. Yeah. Even coach had lost to him, right? <laughs> yeah. So you go down first set. When did you guys st- start believing that said? wow, we can win this. We can come take yeah. the next step.
6: Yeah, I think even though we lost the first game, we still thought we could win and all because we, we were a very good team, a very strong team. We just knew what we had to do to do that, and I think we did that in the second, third, and fourth game.
3: So what did Coach do in the huddle? You lose the first one, right? <laughs> yeah, Coach. What does Coach do in he, that huddle he to change things?
6: He was calm, and he came into the huddle, and he told us exactly what we need to do like he always does. He's a, he's a great coach. I mean... You can't really ask for anything better out of a coach. He he knows exactly what to say, when to say it, and just to get the boys amped up.
3: That's awesome. So, coach, what did you really say
8: in there?
4: <laughs> I just I got in there and I said, you know, let's just calm down a little bit. They were, I mean, Eden came out and they were playing a, almost a perfect game. Um, and I know I had a couple blockers on the, the right side trying to slow their pins down, and, and they were trying, they were getting frustrated. I said, just keep doing what you're doing. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll work through this. And and I think they they just. They went and believed on that, and um, we did. We started turning things around, their hitters started doing things they don't normally do, and then we started transitioning them into points, um, and then Billy, I mean, I moved Billy around. I had him on the outside, but then I threw him in the middle to block the uh, the left sides a little bit, and then we ran offense through the middle, and you know, they tried to stop that, but it was a different look that they weren't really expecting. So
3: That's awesome. Coach, so. I just
5: wanted to ask you real quick, because this is a direct quote from yourself. You you said that this guy to the right of me was the best player in Western New York. Um, You know, just being able to have a guy like him, um, (laughs) being able to have a guy like Billy. um, You know, and what what did you see in his game that allowed him to take it to the next level this season?
4: You know, he he's he's working hard um, in games, and he he he, you could see he started to believe in himself more and more towards the end of the season, Um, and just the versatility. I could put him. I could keep him on the left side, but if I want to put him in the middle, if I want to put him in the right side, I could. Uh, he's still a good passer, strong defensive player. Um, you know, he doesn't really have too many weak spots in his game, uh, a little bit more consistent on the serving, but other than that, yeah, he's a, just, he's a real talented player, and I hope he keeps driving to keep going because he's got uh, more work to go to be able to get a Division one player, you know.
2: In other words, the key would be never rest on your laurels. Yeah. Keep trying to, you know, get one step higher than you've achieved. Yeah. Yep.
3: So, Dave, one more game. You get past <laughs> there. You go on to churchville Lai, right? The game to get to the state championship. What happens there? Um, so we started off slow,
7: pretty much like we did um, against every team, and we lost the first one by a couple. But then um, the next three, we we're, we're able to win uh, pretty easily.
3: So the theme here is that you guys seem to lose the first uh, the first game and then come back from there. Was that, like, something that needed to get you guys going?
7: Um, What was your question?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you, the fact is you lose the first game. Now you got them right where you want them, right? Yeah. Yep.
7: Yeah, playing, uh, uh, hustling them a little bit, you know. Yep. We just had to make some adjustments and then um, take it from there.
4: Well, game one against Churchville, I kind of did mess up the lineup, so that could be my fault on <laughs> um, the Churchville-Chile one, yeah.
3: So, All right, guys, so then you get to the state championship, right? You yeah. get a chance to, to, uh, to play Jamesville DeWitt. You obviously, we talked about it earlier where you had a chance to play kind of a one game, which was a pool play game, but you knew you were already going to the state championship. The game really didn't have much meaning, the first one, right? The second one was the one that had the big meaning yeah. to it, right? Yeah. So what were you looking at in game one to get you prepared for game two?
6: Uh, yeah, well, we knew they were a strong team. We watched a lot of film on them, and uh, well, they they were good. So we put out our backups out there, and we we love the whole team. It's not just the starters and the backups. I mean, it's like the whole team together. It's 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 really special. So we went. And we watched them. They were playing all right, and then they they subbed out some of their starters. So we didn't really get much of a look on that. So we had to come out hot in that championship game to like figure out what they were made of. And I think we did a good job of that. We hopped on them really early. Got out to a quick, what was it like, four-zero service lead? Then we just carried it on.
3: Oh, so <laughs> this was one you actually took a lead on? Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> totally the opposite I'm of what t- you did. <laughs> that, this
5: was like such a dominant effort all the way through. Um, I mean, just just seeing what they did, the the whole in the championship game itself, it was just one of the most dominant performances I've ever
3: seen.
4: Yeah, that was the best I've seen them play. They, you could tell that they were ready to win this match, and they were
3: not going to lose to them. And they wanted a state title. They just took over. That's great. Well. We want to congratulate you guys on a thank fantastic you. season, on out there winning a state championship. It is not easy to do, and the fact that you guys did it and overcame so many things along the way just as a testament of how great this team was, how great the coaching staff was. Uh, we'd like to thank you uh, for listening to Inside High School Sports. We'll be followed by uh, Sports Talk Saturday from 11 to 2, and then 4 o'clock the Sabres will be on.